0: Today, I'm sharing information that has changed my life. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Big Lash Energy. I'm your host, Jana Marie. This might be the most excited I've ever been to do an episode since I started the show. Just for the simple fact that I know it has the potential to be so useful. You know what it feels like? It's kind of like I found a winning lottery ticket and I'm trying to split the prize money with you. (laughs) Did you know that your hormones give you a blueprint for how to live your best life? if you pay attention you'll see that they actually serve as a guide they tell us when to focus when to socialize when to relax when to attract a mate and even when to have sex when you understand the ebb and flow of your hormones you have the potential to unlock your superpowers And of course, when I say menstrual cycle, you probably cringe because the first thing that comes to mind is that bloody part that only lasts five to seven days. But a woman's menstrual cycle is actually the entire month. It runs on a 28 to 30 day cycle, just Just like like the the moon. Actually, it also has four phases like the moon does too. And if that wasn't cool enough, each of our four phases mimic the four seasons, When I first learned this, I sat up a little taller in my chair like, oh, so you're saying I'm a magical bitch. Hmm, okay, I approve. Today, I'm going to explain all four of those phases. We're going to discuss why they matter and how to use them to our advantage. Pay very close attention because I've used this strategy for the past two months and it's been an absolute game changer for me. If you'd like to learn how to work with your body to be the most productive, most seductive, well-rested, most organized version of you, then it's a good thing you're here because I've got the roadmap and I can't wait to show you the way. Let's go. to
1: Big Lush Energy, dedicated to helping you navigate life's hurdles with your head held high. We're celebrating wins, learning from our losses and laughing at ourselves along the way. <laughs> now here's your favourite hype woman, Jana Marie. Jaina Marie.
0: should see the notebook that I used for writing this episode. (laughs) All this stuff has me looking like a mad scientist. This is the information that every young woman should have been taught in school and every grown woman needs to know. In fact, I'm sad that I'm just finding this out at 40. I need to start off by saying that of course I'm not a doctor, a scientist, or a professional researcher. I'm a student. Someone who has been doing a lot of research on this topic and needed to share my findings with you. After listening today, I encourage you to do your own deep dive into the subject and how it could relate to you and your body specifically. I'm sure that it's going to fascinate you. And if you check out the show description, I'll be adding links to the podcast episodes and online articles that I found the most helpful. Anyways, the reason this topic came onto my radar was a little unexpected. Fun fact about me, I have... Horrible focus. I swear I've got the intention span of a toddler and most of the time I can't focus unless it's a life or death situation. Of course, that doesn't help at all when I have an episode to research, write and record each week. It really has felt like a nonstop struggle of me versus me. So, I've been desperately trying anything natural that might help my situation. I've tried microdosing mushrooms, Chinese herbs, caffeine, matcha, mushroom therapy, locking myself in quiet rooms, setting myself up at workstations in cafes, intermittent fasting you name it. During my unofficial research, I found that there were some days when I was laser focused or super dialed in, and others where my brain would be scattered but full of ideas. I'd be in the shower and something would come to me and I'd say out loud, that's genius. Then I'd grab my phone to type it out, but I'd already almost forgotten by the time the app was open. After a year of working on this show and experiencing these focus ups and downs, I finally had a light bulb moment. Could this be hormonal? Women's hormones are often the brunt of jokes, but they need to be taken seriously. Scientists have discovered over 50 hormones in the human body so far, with three being considered the sex hormones, progesterone, testosterone, and estrogen. In order to illustrate the power of hormones over our emotions and behavior, I'd like to share with you a personal story about my own experience with one hormone in particular, HCG. HCG HCG is also known as the pregnancy hormone. If you've been trying to get pregnant, then you know about this one for sure. It's the one that a test is looking for when you pee on a stick. It's also a hormone that doctors monitor when you're checking the progress of a pregnancy. Each day for the first 10 weeks, your HCG levels should be multiplying so when I was pregnant of course the same thing happened to me and as you may or may not know my pregnancy unfortunately ended in a miscarriage which meant that at that point I still had HCG in my blood but now it was slowly declining they say that HCG stays in your system for four to six weeks afterwards depending on how far along your pregnancy was well anyways for the first few weeks after my miscarriage I was an emotional wreck everything made me cry I'd see a baby bag on Instagram, crying. Toddlers stumbling around a park, crying. Someone posting happy birthday to their mom, crying. I hear a sad baby in the mall, I'm crying. Then one day I was in a store and a toddler started to cry beside me where this would have sent me into an emotional downward spiral even just the day before. This time my knee jerk response was, wow, I totally dodged a bullet. (laughs) Now I know that sounds insensitive and that's not necessarily how I think about it now. Well, I mean, let's be real, that depends on how annoying the kid is. (laughs) But I was shook knowing that the pregnancy hormones had me desiring a baby, feeling sensitive to what they wanted, and needing to nurture. But as soon as those hormones were out of my blood, it was like my entire mindset changed. It was an extreme difference. It actually had me questioning. Did I really want to be a mom? Or was that just the result of the hormones having me feeling that way? And am I even in control of my own thoughts at all, at all, at all? For another example, when I was in grade 12, I went on the pill. And of course, the birth control pill does all kinds of crazy stuff to our hormones at first until they balance out. I was a delivery driver for a pharmacy at the time. And one day at the end of my shift, the owner of the pharmacy pulled me aside to let me know that people were calling in to complain that I was driving too slow. I was too embarrassed to admit that it was because my hormones had me so sad all the time that I was just driving around crying. And let's be honest, it's hard to go the speed limit when you've got mascara burning your eyes. I have no doubt that the birth control works. I mean, I can't imagine anyone wanting to have sex with me when I was such an emotional shit show. Okay, so not that you need it convincing, but now that we're all in agreement that hormones are powerful and can control how we feel, let's talk about how we can make them work for us instead of against us, shall we? There's a natural rhythm to our emotions, dictated by the changing levels of estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone. If it feels like we're constantly struggling in our daily life, it could be because we're fighting that natural rhythm. We expect ourselves to have the same level of productivity and a consistent mood all the time, but it's biologically impossible to act consistent on the outside when our hormones are pushing all kinds of buttons on the inside. So what would it look and feel like to embrace our natural inner rhythms instead of fighting them? Or in other words, how do we truly go with the the flow? Many of us started our periods in the dark, a guessing game. And in fact, I've spoken to many grown women who still don't understand what's happening inside their bodies. And if we consider that most women don't understand even the most basic things about our cycles, we can't possibly be expected to understand the subtle nuances of what's happening with our hormones behind the scenes. So here are the four truths that are generally known by all women. One, getting your period sucks. And if you're trying to get pregnant, getting your period sucks even more. We get moody right before our period starts and we crave everything carby and delicious right before we get our period. And Lastly, it's seen as a giant inconvenience to our partners because chances are we aren't going to want to have sex around that time because, yes, I have 30 symptoms happening simultaneously that have me feeling like a crampy, moody blunt, but please tell me more about how you're upset you don't have somewhere to put your pee-pee tonight. Uh-huh. Anyways, we were taught that part of being a woman is dreading our four to seven bloody days of the month, but let's zoom out and take a look at the bigger picture, explore the four... Four phases of the full menstrual cycle. Well, apparently the female brain changes by up to 25% in each of those phases. The author of the woman code, Alyssa Viddy, says you are actually a different person week over week within a month. So we're going to plan our month thematically week by week so that we're not fighting our biological cues, but flowing with them instead. Here's a rundown of each of the four phases in relation to how they manifest as our own internal seasons. I'd like to start with the spring because, let's be real here, it feels like our lives begin when our periods end, right? So, first up, we have spring, or the follicular phase, which is the days beginning right after the last day of your period. So this is when your estrogen and testosterone levels are slowly rising, which leads to an immediate shift in your energy and excitement for life. I mean, of course, there's the relief of knowing that you're not bleeding anymore. Yes, she's back, bitches! (laughs) The Subtle Estrogen Climb inspires you to plan new things and explore new thoughts and ideas. You could use this time to initiate new projects and tackle the challenging creative tasks that you have on your to-do list. With an immediate floodgate of creativity, it's a good time to brainstorm since ideas are downloading at all times. I noticed that during this phase, episode concepts and titles are constantly coming to me, but I have too much energy and not enough focus to sit down and write them. Still, my brain is constantly firing so I like to keep a notebook nearby. In this spring phase, there's no point trying to convince myself to sit down and do the work to write because I know that I'm going to open 75 tabs on my computer and not get anything done. Do you remember in Mario when he would get that star power? It made him invincible but only for a short time. That's kind of what this is like. A gradual increase in energy and motivation but not so much focus. If you want to run outside. Peloton for hours in your living room or take a Zumba class, this is the time to do it because your energy is overflowing. Here, your metabolism is also at its slowest, so it's best to eat light, fresh meals with crispy veggies, salads, and lean proteins. So that is the spring. Of course, next we go into the summer. This is our ovulatory phase, or if we were comparing to the moon, it would be the full moon. This happens four days mid-cycle. It's when our estrogen surges. The LH hormone is produced to spark our ovulation, which means the egg is released, and testosterone also surges. So what does this mean for us? Talk about a hot girl summer. This is when you are your most confident, and for good reason. You actually look your best over these four days. Your skin is clearer, your eyes are brighter, your hair is shinier, you don't have any bloating in your waist, so you're even slimmer. Of course, this has an evolutionary benefit, since this is all also the time when we're our most fertile, so it makes sense that we'd be the most attractive. It's the perfect time to go out and look for a potential mate, but make sure you use protection because again, this is when you could get pregnant. You might even feel inspired to wear red lipstick or revealing clothing because at this time, confidence is at an all-time high. You kind of have a feeling like you want people to look at you. So introduce yourself to strangers, and if dating isn't on the table, it's also a good time to be social. Your communication's skills are at their best during this phase, and you likely have the energy to engage in conversation and speak your truth. So plan for important conversations, dates, and work meetings this week. Think of the energy of the full moon. It's big expansive and receptive. So wouldn't it be genius to ask for a raise when you're ovulating or to have a first date? From a business perspective, this would be a good time to make your reels, do a photo shoot, schedule an important meeting, do anything that requires you to communicate or be in the spotlight because you are ready to show up. You have the energy, you feel your prettiest, and you're able to articulate everything you want and need. During this phase, the world is your runway and you are ready to strut, mama. Then we come into the fall. This is the luteal phase from after ovulation until right before your menstruation occurs. So now the same cells that were producing estrogen in the follicular phase are now pumping out progesterone. See, we're magic. This is where you're either pregnant or the unfertilized egg breaks down leading to the shedding of the endometrial lining. We wanna keep going, but our bodies want us to slow down during this time. And this is when we need to listen. This is when we're the most focused. We notice things we wouldn't have noticed before and we're actually very detail-oriented. So this is a good time to turn Inwards. This is your nesting phase. phase. Like I said, you have a heightened attention to detail and more in tune with your organizational skills, so it's better to stay in than tax yourself with social engagements. Spend your energy wisely and you won't feel so run down during your menstrual cycle. I found that the month before I even knew about these phases, during this week in my cycle, I randomly fixated on how full my closets were. I tuned out the whole world and I carefully and meticulously went through each item of clothing in my closet and came out with three giant bags to give to charity. Are my thoughts even my own? I guess I'm just a puppet being controlled by my hormones. Seriously. Of course, this is also where your energy takes a dip and you can feel irritable, bloated, moody, and possibly prone to headaches and cramps. Your metabolism is also ramping up, which means you experience an increase in hunger. Listen to your body's needs and don't shame yourself for eating a little more than usual. Think deeply nourishing and warming foods like hot roasted root veggies, brown rice, warm hummus stew, as well as dark leafy greens to boost magnesium and calcium intake, and that will combat water retention. If you're intermittent fasting, this would be a good time to pause and nourish your body when you feel like it. This is when our bodies actually need more carbohydrates, so if we don't give it the complex carbs that it needs, then we're going to end up reaching for fast energy in the form of sugar this is where the cravings come from. When it comes to business, this is a good time to do proofreading, writing, organize your email inbox, the solo projects you would otherwise find boring or tedious. And remember all those episode ideas that I came up with in the spring phase? Well, this is when I seek those episode titles that I put in the notebook and sit down to write them. Are we starting to see how we can make these hormones work in our favor? I would feel so frustrated trying to make myself focus in a spring phase. But if I know that the fall is just around the corner, I can give myself grace at that time knowing the work will be done when I'm more biologically suited for the job. Lastly, of course we get to the winter or the menstrual phase, and this would be a new moon. It's when you shed your endometrial lining that built up during the luteal phase and your metabolism remains elevated. So we've been productive, we've been social, we've been sexy and focused. Now it's time for some restoration. Think about a winter hibernation where you go into your cave to rest and recharge your batteries so you can come out refreshed and ready for another spring. What I love about this is that it's instinctively what we feel like doing anyways. It's a time when we don't want demands from other people being put on us. We want to put on our sweatpants and be ugly in peace, damn it. In terms of fitness, this would be a good time for walking and stretching or consuming foods rich in iron like steak. And sometimes we'll just do this intuitively. Of course, I've been paying closer attention to all of this while researching for this episode, and the other night, a friend of mine requested that we go for dinner to a fancy steakhouse. Every other time we've gone out together, it was for Mexican food, so her selection surprised me. While we were there, she ordered a steak, and when we went to the washrooms together, she told me that she had her period, and I laughed to myself. She probably thought that going for steak was her own idea, but it was most likely her body intuitively putting a request for iron to make up for the blood loss. The right and left sides of your brain are also highly communicative during this phase, meaning you're better able to assess how you're feeling and make decisions accordingly. So focus your attention inwards, listen to your body, journal, don't overexert yourself, take notice of your gut feelings. Beyond the biology, menstruation is a spiritual time that allows women to connect to a deeper part of ourselves. It's a time to release old and negative energies and begin a new phase of self-growth and reflection. Napping could be considered exercise during this phase. You're set up best to reflect on your performance or habits or rituals from the past month, elevate what's working, and eliminate what's not. And of course, correct when needed. While you may feel like you're not efficient during this phase, you're actually set up for a certain level of clarity and self-communication during this time. So allow yourself to be still and listen to what's happening in your body. You're equipped to evaluate and analyze what's going on inside of you and then meet yourself right where you're at. Seek out foods that are nourishing and grounding, warming foods like beets, kale, mushrooms, rice, anything that makes you feel more connected to the earth. So, what I love about all of this is if I know this time is set aside for my recharging and that I have time set aside for being productive, fun, beautiful later on in the month, then I don't feel anywhere near as guilty taking an extra nap. And in fact, with this new approach, I have for the first time ever started to become excited for my period. It's like my Sunday, the rest that I look forward to. Isn't this fascinating? So, you can see where we slip up is expecting ourselves to be able to perform at the exact same capacity all month long when really we'd be better off to schedule the tasks we need to accomplish according to which week of the month would be most aligned with our hormones. When I say this has changed my life, I'm not playing. I'm not playing. I would say that the best part is I've started to manage my expectations for myself. I give myself grace during the times when I know my hormones wouldn't support whatever the task is that I'm trying to do. It also makes me feel more excited to really take full advantage of the energy and social capacity that I have in the spring phases, or the bold sexiness that I feel in the summer phase, or the focus that I have in the fall. And then, of course, there's the self-reflection that I have in the winter, if you think about it. Listening to our bodies like this does provide a guideline for a very balanced life. When we pay attention to this, we make time for fun, new ideas, a social life, sex, nesting, resting, and self-reflection. I believe this is how we were meant to live. Did you know that men also have a cycle, but theirs is 24 hours instead of 28 days? A man experiences all four seasons, but in one day. He wakes up and it's like spring. Don't even get me started on how many women have complained to me that their man always wants sex in the morning. Am I right? He's often got an erection, he's energized, full of ideas, he's good to go. Then he's most social in his summertime, the late afternoon. So think of happy hour, right? After that comes the fall where he comes home and wants to be alone. Watch TV, zone out for a bit, followed by winter when he sleeps. Oh, they're so simple, aren't they? Oftentimes, menstrual cycle talk is only happening within couples who are trying to conceive. But as you can see, this has so much more to do with than baby making. This is how you feel, what you need. So share your cycle with your man. It's not a you thing. He should know when to have a little extra patience with you, when to plan fun date nights, when you will have the best chance of sex, and when to leave you the hell alone. So maybe you should try listening to this episode again with him. So to summarize... Immediately after your period, you're in the spring. Think energy, ideas, creativity, and a time for play. Next, there's summer when you're ovulating. This is the time to show off, show up, walk the runway, go on the dates, communicate how you really feel. After those four days, we get into the fall where we hunker down, we're more focused, nesting, and paying attention to details. Lastly, we have the winter where we hibernate, rest, recover and self-reflect. Oh, and of course we bleed and recharge our batteries for a beautiful spring ahead. If you'd like help navigating all of this, there's an app that I've been using called Moody Month that gives you a rundown of how your hormones likely have you feeling that day based on where you're at in your cycle. I've been using it for two months so far. I'm not sponsored by them or anything. I just like to share every good thing that I find with you. So check it out if you want. In that app, and other ones like it, it shows each of the four phases on a calendar, so it's really easy to see visually. So now, when there's something I need to plan or put on my calendar, I schedule it according to when it would best align with my hormones. So if I wanna plan a weekend getaway with a friend, I'll try and make it happen in the spring phase. If I need to hire someone new to work for the podcast, I'll schedule the Zoom meetings for during my ovulatory phase when I'm really good at communicating. And when I need to sit down and focus on maybe submitting this show for podcast awards, I'll do it in the fall phase. Then I'll try to keep my schedule mostly clear during the winter so I can have my period in peace. But I'll be sure to set some time aside to write out my goals for the month ahead during that time. So cool, right? I would love for you to try this and let me know how it works for you. I'm actually upset that I'm only learning how to properly manage my menstrual cycle this late in life. I'm legit going into pre-menopause. It's almost too late for me. That's why I want you to know this as early as possible. Your cycle doesn't have to be your enemy. If you can know and understand the different phases and learn to work with them instead of against them, then you'll start to see your cycle as a blessing instead of a curse, a gentle reminder to have balance in your life. As you can see, I'm very passionate about this topic and would love your help spreading the word. If you found this episode helpful, please post about it on social media. And if you tag me, I will repost you so we can tell the world together. And of course, if you know anyone who could use a little BLE in their lives, could you pretty please share this show with them? I hear every time you do... Another woman learns how to harness her hidden superpowers. <laughs> it's true. Thanks again for pressing play this week. I can't wait to talk with you next week and until then, go be your most fabulous self and don't forget to spread that badass big lash
1: energy Damn, everywhere you go. Thanks again. Damn, Jaina. I know you're the one with the plan. Damn, Jaina. There's no time to waste what you make Damn.